church go into the issues of the day. I would ask for your, you oblige me to go to a series I posted on Facebook last week. Was it the week before? This will have been the number three. But I observed that I wanted to say this directly to you. That's why I stopped writing it. Don't be. So I used, who was number one? I used Aaron. Aaron was not wise. Aaron was the fellow, pastor is not around, listen to the congregation. And you can see on two occasions, he kept listening to somebody, listen to Miriam the sister, till he was cut off totally. I told you, when you are an associate, you listen to pastor alone. Take instructions. Nobody gives you suggestions. Don't be an Aaron. Go and get that article and read it. The second thing, don't be a Judas. I will say Judas is that fellow who just suddenly became uncomfortable with the attention Jesus was getting. Imagine. And then, somewhere, he became an ally of Christ's opponent. So two things. Go and lay your hands on them. First Timothy chapter 4. First Timothy chapter 4. We are not going to Matthew 28 today. Amen? We can just reference it. Matthew 28, 18. Jesus came and spoke to them saying, All authority, that's the word power. is given to me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore. I says, And make disciples of every nation. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Teaching them to observe us and command them to know with you always the end of the age. Amen. Now, obviously there's something in 19 that tends towards discipleship. A disciple is not a fan. I've told you before. A disciple is not a fan. Hey, hey, somebody clapping for you. Some of you get carried away. You get carried away. A disciple is not a fan. A fan is somebody who claps. Hey, glory. But by now you should know, sir. I told you in the service today. I taught a series in 1997. The Revelation of a Christian. A series I taught as Sokam Ibadan. It was like a July time. July, is it six or seven? I taught Revelation of Righteousness. So I go to Revelation of the Christian. Ah! A damsel! She got up and said, Ah! I love you, sir! She said, This thing you are preaching is an answered prayer. I've seen you. I had... She said lovely things. She wrote a wonderful poem about the work of the ministry. She said, God showed me as you were teaching, you have met your teacher, I will follow you. A fan. Long poem on Facebook. Great articles on Twitter. Fan. Fans are there. Fans are for fun. You want to catch your phone? Read what fans are saying. Fans. They hear you. They do all that. You know the thing about that sister? That was the last time I ever saw her. I've never seen her again. Maybe I saw her, I didn't recognize her. Never seen her. Fans. Ah! 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 Those are fans. Oh, when I met you, I met the world. That's still a fan. A man still 
and admiring your teaching ability is a fan. A man who said, Oh, oh, look at the world broken down into pieces till the world has been pieces. Fan. Oh, put his picture on your picture on his DP. Still a fan. Excited. Carries all the three, all the two gods. This is our God. Two gods. Put them as an idol which understands now who this God is. Volume 3. Verses. Rabbi has finished us. Fan. Disciple is the one that you say, Sit down! And he sits down. He doesn't even ask for explanation. A disciple is the one who follows you to church. He's at the meetings, he's there when you are talking, he's there when you are not talking. A disciple does not use pictures to validate following. It is his conduct that validates following. What's you know the difference between a fan and a disciple? Disciple has gone past hailing you. Disciple is following you. And there are many things he might not know, yet he follows. As a disciple. Follows you to church, follows you to pray, follows you to preach, follows you, accountable to you, learning life through you, seeks your counsel, even about a professional issue that you are not even a professional about. Pastor, pray for me. This is happening, cancel me. That's a disciple. So I showed you in the service, Mimitis, First Corinthians 4, 15 and 16. First Thessalonians 2 and 14. Second Thessalonians 1 and 6. I hope I'm correct. Try to remember the text. First Thessalonians 1 and 6. First, one, first Thessalonians 1 and 6. First Thessalonians 2 14. To follow. Follow. Just like we follow Christ. So, in First Timothy chapter 4, we find Paul right to a disciple. A disciple. And look at what he said about Timothy in Philippians 2, 21 and 22. He says, you know. Now, look at what he has said. He said, you know. Philippians 2 and 21. I have no love verse 20, 19 first. I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy shortly unto you that I may know of your good cover which I know, when I know your state. For I have no man like man who naturally care for your state. For all seek their own and the things, not the things that are Jesus Christ. But you're not the proof of him. That means you can see it. It's clear. There is a proof in this guy. A proof. There's a proof that he follows. He follows. He doesn't, he's not jittery. He's not, he's not, he's not. Some people, after they have followed the apostle for a while, who begin to harass them. Follow man, follow, 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 man, follow, man, follow, man, follow. They start getting jittery. We're not convinced. Don't follow anybody, follow Christ. Now listen to me. So I say, don't follow anybody, follow Christ. 
So, ah, it's true. So, who did you not follow? You followed the man talking. <laughs> it's the man talking that you just followed. Eh? <laughs> it's the man talking that you just followed. Everybody harass you. We harassed Mother Talks in the 90s. We harassed. I remember one day I told him to his face. I said, don't let me say it. I should not repeat what I said. It's a sinful statement. He didn't listen. I said, if we look at your spirit, Christ has left. He's hanging that is there. We said all sorts of bad things. He didn't care. He didn't care. Because he heard from God. Very simple. You don't get moved, you get moved. <laughs> My consecration is not your business. And most confused people try to look like they are stable. And they are not stable. So, writing to a man like Timothy gives us an idea of what you and I should know. First and second Timothy and Titus are like a compression of first Samuel, second Samuel, first Kings, second Kings, first Chronicles and second Chronicles. Those are books on leadership. Sabbath leadership, the pros, the cons, the negatives, the positives. Or you read the first five books, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, leadership materials, the book of Joshua and Judges. There are books written about leadership. If you read the book of Judges, you will see it three times. Because there was no king in Israel, everybody did as it was right in his eyes. It is said God was not there. God was there. Listen to me. God was in their midst, but there was no leader. So everybody did as it was right in his own eyes. Judges, let's see it. Judges 17. Judges 17 and verse 6. In those days, I was looking in Israel. Every man did what was right in his own eyes. Judges 17, verse 6. Judges 18, verse 1. No king. Everybody was doing what they liked. Judges 21, verse 25. Judges 21, 25. The very end of it. There was no king. Every man did what was right. Was God there? God was there. Was God moving? Yeah, he was moving. But there was no authority. No control. No instructors. So here we have Paul writing to Timothy. First Timothy chapter 4. We'll pick on a very vital thing he said to him. Verse 6. If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ. Also a good minister. So it is not good enough to just be a minister. You must be a good minister. Second Corinthians 3, 6 and 7 calls us able ministers. So, we should be able, we are able ministers by the virtue of being born again, by the virtue of being in the ministry. So that, that is not your conduct, that is your position, your inheritance. But then, 
then, having become an able minister, are you a faithful minister? First Corinthians 4 and 1. It says, seeing then that we are stewards of the mysteries of God or Christ, it is required in stewards that a man knows the word. Huh? That a man knows how to give hours of knowledge. No. That a man be found faithful. So we have good minister. We have faithful minister. Look at Colossians chapter 4 verse 7. I want us to read it together. Colossians chapter 4 verse 7. Watch this. All my special tacticals declare unto you, are you there? Who is a beloved brother? What else? A faithful minister and fellow servant in the Lord. What I have sent unto you for the same purpose. A faithful minister. Faithful. Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. Verse 21. Look at that again. You shall know my affairs, how I do. Tychicus, a beloved brother, and what else? Faithful minister. So, able minister who you are in Christ. Faithful minister, what you have done with who you are in Christ. So, you have faithful minister. We have loyal ministers. We have ministers that are not fulfilling the ministry. Air prophets. Colossians 4. Air prophets. Say, sorry, I wanted to say <laughs> Archippus. Air prophets is that faithful, diligent, fervent minister. Philippians, I mean, Colossians 4 11 and into 12. Then we now have. Archippus. You have a teaching on that already. Archippus. Archippus is the man told to fulfill his ministry. It's a guy who has abandoned his fellowship. He used to be in living world media. He said, for now, I'm not doing it for now. Archippus is that guy who used to pastor and stop pastoring. He now says, I just teach generally. Archippus is that guy we had known. He will hit the streets. 20 souls born again in one hour. He says, I'll get to it later. Archippus. Fellow who is always giving. We have a meeting he gives. He's always there. Serving in that department. But now he has a round belly. A fruit of the sin that does so easily beset. He says, you know, that was when I was younger, you know. Archippus. Yet we have a faithful minister. So we have a good minister. We have a faithful minister. The able minister is who we are by the spirit. We have a loyal minister. Loyal minister like Timothy. Philippians 2, 19 to 21. And we also have those who are not faithful. A man like Demas. Second Timothy chapter 4. 
I told somebody, I said, as much as we want to explain the concept of Demas not losing his salvation, I think we have done injustice to the text. We are so particular about Demas not losing his salvation, I will forget that Demas lost his ministry. So I said, well, he didn't lose his salvation, he only lost his ministry. Which one is now good? None. Demas, pay attention. As forsaking me, verse 10, I've loved this present world. A man that Paul mentions his name in Colossians 4. Colossians 4.15. Demas greets you. Which means he was an associate. We saw him with Paul a lot of times. But then, what has happened to him? Demas has left. Demas no longer available. He has loved this present world. He has loved the things of this world. Demas has loved the things of this world. First John 2.15 Love not the world, nor the things that are in this world. It's arguably the only text in the New Testament where we are told to love not. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. He loves this world. Everyone eventually follows what they love. Oh! Someone said, well, your house is far. I will have come to visit you. Do you know how many people travel across the sea to see a man? Not Christ, a man. And a woman. You see, people say, my boyfriend, my girlfriend is in this state. We don't see too often just every week. And if a church is far, <laughs> one hour drive. But that's not far. Eventually, you followed your love. That's why you see people when they have issues. Oh, you know, I'm having problems with my job, my career, my 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 family, and all that. The first thing they get rid of is ministry. Why? Because one. They don't love the flock. I told someone years ago, I said, ah, I would have preferred if you stole the flock. It's wrong though. You stole the flock and went away to do ministry with them than to abandon them. Did you not put them together? Did you not raise them? Did you not teach them? When you were doing that, was it not because you loved them? Then one afternoon, one midnight. He didn't even go for the meeting. He didn't even show up to preach. He, didn't even, he has never returned there. And I told him, you see, that is how you'll be doing ministry for the rest of your life. And that's how he has been doing it. It's not a cause. If you have done it once, you will do it again. Don't do You have to get that out of your heart. People, these people, why were you traveling to go and meet them? Why were you praying with them if you didn't love them? I said, better you stole them away and changed the name of the church and said, you are no longer so so and so church and name the church after you. At least we know you are an anointed thief. 
or you abandoned them, you didn't care who was going to take the service, oh, your road will be rough. You know, Christmas people don't like to hear hard things. Your road will be rough. You are disqualified. Don't be on the flock. Don't do it. Why did you? Why was that the first thing you got rid of? You have challenges in your job. You have to. You did not get in your family. You didn't tell your boss, "I'm not coming to the office again." You didn't tell us around you, "I'm leaving this community, this area." It is. It was the church that was your first victim. Why? <laughs> Because you love this present world. No more. So we have done that before. He was planning to travel abroad. To travel abroad. He didn't inform the pastor. He didn't inform the associate pastor. And he was put up by a fellowship that was over an area. Not here. He came to the pastor's house. The day he was traveling. Living, sir. Um, sir, you, you know, I lied. I didn't make up my mind on time until this morning. Because he has heard the grace message. He believes he sins yesterday, today, and forever are taken. That one is not a sin, no. That one is greater than a sin. Jesus told us, he said, ah. he said it's better if you hang a rock on your neck and you go and dump into the sea than to offend these little ones. You know, I said to Judas, it's better if he was not born. I know you, you will dodge those kind of texts. That I hope better cannot be you. But it's better this one was not born. How would you do that? It was the day the pastor was shocked. He was about to cry. Ah, he said, this is difficult. I said, don't worry. God will replace him. I said, he will see it in future. Simple. Don't do it. Love the flock. You must see. You must love the flock. Don't want to preach in somebody else's church. What are you looking for? You see all sorts of scavengers on social media. Scavengers. You know scavengers? They come to take here and there. So they are looking for people in congregations who are disgruntled. You read me? You read me? Scavengers. Scavengers. Looking for... You don't like your pastor. Yeah, come follow me. You don't like the plan. Listen, let's go. You know? You know the scavengers that come to your door's knee? That's what they are. They love other congregations. I tell people, I don't love to preach elsewhere but here. Nowhere else but here. I love Saint Community Church. I do. Until recently, it took appeal. I will not leave a Sunday service to preach for anybody. So I now devised the means. When you see the day appearing, I just be doing series upon series. Taking days upon days. You see the day approaching. I'm about to meet at least a service. When I come back, 
then we have recompense of your reward. Because that one that I went to do is called friendly match. This is my assignment. Friendly match. I go to my friend's church just to be fellowship with them. To be a helper of his joy. It's his work. That's why at any point in time, you can signal to me, away from the microphone, me. Away, you are speaking nonsense. You are right. And you can't see the microphone. I always say, don't keep, don't keep. That's why, if he tells his members, listen to Shago and Anika, the day he says they should not, they should stop. Very simple. Very simple. It's a simple principle. A good minister, a faithful minister, and we have other ones. So, when Paul was describing a son, when he says, my son is faithful, he calls Timothy his son. Philippians 2, 22 and 20, 21 and 22. My son, you know. You know what they were looking at? They will read. You know when they say, my son is faithful. He cares for you. They know that there are sons that are not faithful. And one of them is what we want to describe this evening. at a man in the scriptures that every leader, every pastor will encounter at some point. Whether the church you started, as started in the book of Acts, is about to start, you will see this character. They are called a test from heaven. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. It's a spirit that overs around I can only pray for you. May you know you to it. The man Absalom in the scriptures. He cuts across as something that we all have to be aware of. Either in our relationships, even in your organizations, much less the church. Absalom is that guy who will show care, love, concern for the church. But his motives are different. The bad part is that Absalom is a spirit in leadership. Wars and issues amongst followers and members is very easy to quell. But when you have it amongst leadership, becomes a real problem. So Absalom is a usurper. Somebody who sits where he should not sit. You see it as someone who cancels people that he should not cancel. Absalom is that fellow you see them over around the body of Christ. They are canceling all churches and church members behind their pastors. Absalom spirit. Let's see 2 Samuel 14. It's good for you to do a reading 
about Absalom. Second Samuel 14. Absalom is that son of David. Now there's a background there that we might look at. You'll see in Second Samuel 13. I don't want us to focus on that. Where Amnon, his brother, raped his sister, bad enough Tamar. And when that happened, David heard it. In fact, verse 20, Absalom said to Tamar, Ataman and Amnon, thy brother, been with thee. Hold on now your peace, he says. My sister, he is thy brother. Regard not this thing. And Tamar remained desolate in her brother's Absalom's house. So Absalom was like a comfort for Tamar. Like, ah, oh, he did that to you? He did that? You mean the child of a king did this to you? You mean that church did this to you? You mean that fellow did that to you? And he appeared like he was comforting her. Why are we going to these examples? Paul said the things written aforetime were written for our learning that we through the patience and comfort of scriptures might have hope. Romans 15 verse 4. All the examples I told you of the works of the flesh are found where? Are found where? In Old Testament examples. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Paul again writes and he warns. So I say one. Uh-huh. It's not everything that's external. So I say any prophecy that does not make you rejoice is not from God. Oh, think about that. Now, first Corinthians 6, these things were our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lost it. Verse 11. Now these things happen to them, for example, they are written for admonition upon whom the heads of the world are come. Can we take verse 12 together as says community? Let's go. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he stands take his lest he falls into sin. Take heed. You have to, you, he said you are in the midst of serpents and scorpions. You are not immune from temptation. Did you hear me? You are not even things you have corrected before you can fall into it yourself. If you refuse to guard yourself, you will do exactly what you are criticized. So, what did Amnon do? Now, obviously, we're coming to this. David heard these things 21, he was only angry. Ah. So, which means that. The second Samuel 14, 13, sorry, verse 21. Absalom must have expected, ah, you mean pastor said nothing? No, pastor says something, ah, pastor, pastor Farayago, pastor really tiaboji. He talked close. Pastor really didn't like it. He spoke harshly. He spoke roughly. Then Absalom says, is that all? That's all. Two years. Watch this. Two years. He didn't say anything good or bad. Yet he hated Amnon. Two years! The people you will see, they won't say anything. 
They wait. Two years. So, two years. He watched. He plotted. He said nothing. When you find people that are like that, two years. Do you know nobody could quote him? He just kept quiet. But in his heart, he kept looking. Ah, <laughs> you mean David will do nothing? Two years. So, after two full years, we'll come to this later. Eventually, he killed his brother. Amnon. She killed him. So chapter 14. David unwisely again in chapter 13 verse 39 said he longed for to have Shalom. Emotional attachment. He, he, he just didn't do the right thing but naturally he <laughs> He allowed him back. <laughs> Asked him to go and pastor a church. Told him to teach at camp meeting. Told him to hold Holy Ghost meetings. And what did he do? Second Samuel. Are you there? Chapter 14. Look at the description of this guy. Verse 25. But in all Israel, there was none to be so much praised as Absalom for his beauty from the sole of his foot even to the crown of his head there was no blemish in him. Fine boy! Fine boy! People liked him. So Absalom can be a likable character. Lovely, nice, handsome, speaks both queens, kings and servants English. Lovely guy. No, he, he, he had no, no blemish. But know something? Yet, this was a frustrated, angry guy. Frustrated and angry. He wanted something he didn't have. Absent. Throughout another two years in Jerusalem, he did not see the king's face. Absalom is that guy who feels he deserves more than what he has. You'll always find that entitlement culture. Should I not have been given this role? Like the music team. Why for six weeks I wasn't given the microphone to lead a song? Entitlement spirit. I come during camp meeting, they didn't ask me to lead prayer. Entitlement spirit. Why did Pastor call her? She didn't call, he didn't call me. Entitlement spirit. This is somebody like, like uh, Samuel said to Saul, who when he was chosen, felt that, ah, me. After a while, you now had an entitlement spirit. It should be me, not you. Somebody invited you to come and preach for him. I tell people, if you stop inviting me, it's not, I'm not entitled to it. I'm not. That's why I thank people for invitations. Thank you so much. The next session, thank you again. Oh, I don't have an entitlement there. So one of the ways you will detect this spirit when you start feeling entitled. Absalom is that guy also who has not met life's goals. 
He wanted to have a 10 digit job. He now has a 4 digit job. He doesn't have the kind of car he wants. So before you know it, he's just uncomfortable. In 2 Samuel 18, look at it, verse 18. Absalom in his lifetime had taken and read up for himself a pillar which is in the king's dale. For he said, I have no son to keep my name in remembrance and he called the pillar after his own name and he's called this day Absalom's place. So he's a guy who wanted promotion. He wanted to be known. He had his own goals in life. That's why I tell people, be careful for your ambitions. Whenever they are not met, eventually he didn't meet the ambition. But he set a pillar, a monument for himself. An ambition that you can do at any cost will destroy you. You don't care what goes with it. Absalom is that guy that had big dreams. Yet, his ambitions were frustrated. And many of us don't know when that spirit creeps around us. You wanted to marry at this point, you couldn't marry. You wanted to have children, they didn't come on time. You wanted to travel abroad, visa refusal five times a day. You did business two years. Your capital is not even existing. You had dreams at the beginning of the year. You even said it is my year of supernatural harvest, and what you were thinking was different. First fruits of good things to come. <laughs> First month, your capital evaporates in the rapture. Ah, and then you begin to feel uncomfortable, you begin to feel funny. That Absalom spirit begins to come on you, begins to entice you. Come now. Let's reason together. That's true. Ah, what is the what is even what is even eating the church? Why? How can I be in the church and I lost my business capital? How can I be in the church and I've not bought a car? How can I be in the church? I'm not married. How can I be in the church? I'm not taking a holiday. America. Is that what a church offers? But the absolute spirit will make you feel uncomfortable. So Absalom is that fellow not many descriptions who even after the father scolded him in chapter 13 he didn't repent. Okay, I'm sorry sir. I'm sorry sir. There are some guys that know how to lie even with tears. A guy like that he was a secretary of our church about 20, 20, 23 years ago. Ah! Ah! People are difficult though. He cried. And other, only like was, he was crying with mucus. And the day he was crying, he cried because there was no light in my room. I saw the tears in the darkness. And this brother left the room to go and plot again the same night. My eyes have seen my <laughs> the same night. Ah! I said, eh? He said, it was that night. 
I said, ah! yeah! He was crying. <laughs> I know what you have done in my life. <laughs> Look, I was almost a cold boy. You rescued me. Do you know what I was doing? I said, I don't know how the devil. I said, ah, I almost started crying too. I'll have cried like an idiot. I said, oh, I prayed for him. Began to release blessings like a blind Isaac. But I left my room that night to say, I'm not alone. Don't mind him. He thinks he knows everything. He's only, he said it that, that night. He said, he's only our leader by our choice. That night. I didn't know. He waited till he blocked every other person away. Every other person. After crying. Ha! Absalom is that guy in your church who feels he is better in taking decisions like pastor. He gives a suggestion. Pastor says, Pastor Lance says, or Pastor Jake says, well, we are going to do this about it. And he feels, he now calls Pastor Kweb Sir, do you agree? After that guy that says, do you agree with Pastor Shil? I'm not saying he's not our, you know, we have to honor, honor, yes, we have to honor. He will say, Joe, he will package you. We have to honor, but what do you really see? No matter the indiscretion of baby that didn't handle Amnon's case well, you are not the king. Anything you do that is not your role, you are usurping authority and it's rebellion. He went ahead and thought the face of judgment was better. And he killed Amnon. He felt this is better. He arranged the execution and the death of his own brother. So Absalom is that guy that is offended at leadership leadership decisions. He feels and people do it, they bring down the reputation, the integrity of their pastor and leader. Why should he do that? Why should he? I, th- I think, I think we shouldn't have fixed the meeting at this time. I think the spirit of Absalom is coming at you. A guy came to my house. We had just left the meeting and the pastor of the church scolded a member of the church right before us. All of us were there. Go, back, go, back, go, go. That day was very tough. The sermon was about Achan. And when, when the sermon is Achan, everybody goes, Achan, because you check your pocket, whether a car is there, back pocket, in the house. Everybody's going home. I come to my house in the evening, just trusting God and all that. Interestingly, we were watching the man of God on TV. This brother came inside. I can mention his name. He can, you know, he knows me. He knows I can even mention his name. Let me mention his name. Let me leave him. So he came. He said, Ole, Ole, how long? I said, I'm fine. How did you see today's service? I said, How? I knew where he was coming from. He said, what do you think about what the pastor did? I said, who is the pastor? He says, the one. Are you the pastor? 
It's not your business. I said, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are, carry your course. Leave my house. I have a long journey in ministry. I'm a rogue speed breaker. Please, 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 he eventually went after David. Watch this. Where do we find Absalom's spirit? Number one, he starts in secret. He will text you. He will call you. May your WhatsApp not destroy your life in Jesus' name. Did you hear me? May those stupid conversations not enter your phone. May conversations that will wreck your ministry not be on your phones. Secretly. What do you think? What are you discussing? What are you discussing? What are you discussing? What are you discussing? And that was what he was doing. So he will now take bitterness. He will disguise it. Unresolved offenses. So when I have disguised bitterness, unresolved offenses, disappointments, Anger. Where his ideas are not accepted. Oh, you raise your hand. She said, Tolani, I think we should do it on Saturday. Our leaders can be very, very approved. Don't worry, we'll just do it on. And you feel, ah. Particularly when your girlfriend is there. Or somebody just gave a word of knowledge last night. Ah. See how she dismissed it. I, I know you, the leader is not. He's, she's human. She just talk. Ah, don't worry. Let's leave that one. Let's. Ah. One day like that, I was going for a PFM meeting. I was meant to be like a youth advisor many years ago. Some of you are not even born then. I went there to go and give my suggestion to know how important the suggestion was to me. I had prayed and fasted. I said, Lord, as I go today, put your word on my lips. Let me. I was just giving a suggestion. It was so with evangelism. As I got there, so all the elders and leaders discussed. Then I said, uh, okay, any AOB. I could have come up with the major speakers. AOB. I, said, <laughs> I wanted to stand up and speak like an oracle. I said, I sense, I sense that we should have more intense evangelism. I sense. They listen to me. It, Rapt attention. When I was done, they didn't even wait. They said, uh-huh. Young evangelist, oh yeah, go and take that egg roll. Crush. Oh yeah, distribute it. <laughs> that was the interpretation of my tongues. I don't I crush, crush. You know, you know, you know crush? I was just saying, Egba, all my word disappeared. <laughs> Before you know it, you are going home. Absalom is beside you. Do you see what they did to you? Do you think they are men of God? I say. So I say, bro, any problem? Nothing, nothing. I'm okay. And they will know how to arrange you. So I'll just send you a text. 
Do you know that that man, I said it. A man cannot be a man of the spirit and discard what I fasted over. Your suggestion was waved away. You will live to give another one. Amen. That's all. Pastor, I want to do my meetings on Monday. No, Tuesday. Don't have a sense of entitlement. They put you there. They put you there. No, say, oh, am I not led by the spirit? Which spirit? What's the spirit that put you there? The spirit that put you there is the person you are talking to. Are you there? Entitled spirit. He becomes offended. So he now begins to function in an eating agenda. Hidden agenda, hidden plans, hidden alliances. Those of you who have been leaders for a while, you will be shocked to know some people were friends. Have you? You will be surprised. Ah! How did he and he and she meet? You don't know that spirit. You will see the public and they will eat each other. In fact, you will know. You will just see them come out together. Yeah, Absalom. Hidden alliances. You don't know that they know each other. You've had a user contact. Oh, I see. Saturday is coming. Ah, in church. You have language. Absalom! In 2007, they gave you, no, you are not there. It's you and Muji, they gave nickname. You are machine gun. She was a, a bazooka in the church, saints community. Bazooka is coming. Machine gun is coming. Where are they now? Absalom. You give your pastor nickname. Say, who's your pastor? Lance, so do say? <laughs> Let me try to give you a nickname. Detective is here. <laughs> pastor Lance is our security officer. So they tell you, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. There was a time they gave me a nickname in the church of Pastor. They called me Abacha. 1998. He said, Abacha, Abacha, Abacha. Abacha said, I said, Amy. <laughs> and they will be hearing Christ in the message. Woo! Glory! Woo! As soon as pastor is giving an example, I'm saying some of you do this. They look at them across the church. It's funny, but not funny. It's an evil spirit. Look at Second Samuel 13, verse 22. 
Somebody in church. He said nothing. He said nothing. Be careful for people that will show you what happened five years ago. Ah ah. Ah. See, Stagnan, I thought we had four committees after that. He said, I know. I just didn't want to say it then. Uh, I didn't. I didn't want. I, I just didn't want to say it. Ah! Absalom. That's not the Timothy. I just didn't want to say it. I, I, I thought I, I prayed over it already, but then you prayed over it and you are still talking about it. Absalom. First Samuel 15:23, scripture says, Rebellion is as the scene of witchcraft, stubbornness as iniquity and idolatry. Witchcraft, manipulative. Some people's quiet is manipulative. Ah, bro, what's going on? Nothing, sir. He knows the past of your settled. Ah, bro, what happened? Nothing, nothing. It's not, it's not a big deal. It's not, it's not really nothing, really. It's, it's not really it's nothing, sir. He's plotting something. He's plotting something. He's, he's plotting something terrible. Something horrible. Nothing. One of the traits and characteristics of an absolute spirit, you will notice confusion. You just see things are not settled in the church. You give an instruction. Things are just not... You see, listen to me. I told you before. The greatest asset, pastor, of a church is unity. It is not doctrine. The greatest asset is unity. Unity does not mean we are perfect. Do you hear me? Unity means we are always on the same page. I tell people, in a nation, and this is something they are using against us as Nigeria, they want us to say, this tribe is a problem. That tribe is a problem. That tribe is a problem. And the people doing it know what they are doing. Imagine, we are in a house, we live together. And suddenly we don't talk to each other. You know, I go to my room, you go to your room. There will be a day nobody will lock the door. Nobody will lock the door. There will be a day somebody will die in the house. I will regret how petty we have been. Your greatest assets in your cell, in your fellowship, in your church is your unity. The greatest asset in a relationship, the greatest asset. Hear me. I was talking to a couple last week. I said, Look, I understand you want to tell, tell your parents. I said, Parents are fine. But parents have bias. I said, Look, talk to your pastor. 
He's a pastor of the two of you. Find a unity, a, a symbol of unity. You went to my mom. My mom will support you. Oh, you are making an error. My mom will support you. How why will she support you? From what they bought me around They brought you to her. You go to somebody who unites us. Preserve that unity in your company, in your business, in your home. Preserve what? Your unity. When you are hungry, nobody knows. Because you are united. Do you hear what I'm saying? You just see confusion. James says where there's strife, there's confusion and every evil work. Before we know it, things are just not going smoothly. Things will have done easily become stress. Become stress. Programs will have organized easily. We are struggling. Ah! You things will have done easily. We have goals, we set it, we know how we do our thing. Suddenly, and Absalom just gets up. Do you think, and it's so seed. Number one, it dampens your morale. It no longer has, it's seed that's been in your mind. We begin to lose where we used to easily win. Have you seen players of a team not support a coach before? If the players of the team decide to sack a coach, look, if he likes, let him draw the taxes on the pitch. He will lose the game. But when you see players play for the coach, I say, no. We are going to play for this man. Even when they lose, you will know, they fought their hearts. That is why you cannot win in division. You can't win. One of the key things that causes division is when you don't know who the leader is. Who is the leader? We get behind the person. Right? That's how it works. That's how it works. Absalom spirit will say, no, we are all leaders. We are all ministers. I saw somebody write it on social media and I laughed. We are all ministers. Say, co-equal submission to one another. Is it, does it make sense? So I say, it's not just husbands that will submit, wives will submit to the husband. Husband must also submit to the wife. I said, look at how stupid what you are saying is. As Christ submits to the church, one day me and Pastor Lan were having this conversation. I said, ah, as all land. We're talking about someone saying, ah, ah, it is us now. Abi, Awani, ah, it is you and I. What can happen that we couldn't just talk by the side and move on? Then you say, I don't want to tell him yet. I don't want to tell him yet. One day, two days, you will never want to tell him again. What happened? What happened? The moment you see, I told you before, when suddenly somebody who is respected starts losing respect, there's an Absalom in the camp. Somebody is beside him bringing dishonor. In my life, may I never bring dishonor to where God has put honor. Give your heart to that. 
In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7, the Amplified Version, I just got it now. From someone. I don't use it really. One of the signs of the Antichrist, Paul says, for the mystery of lawlessness, Amplified says, that hidden principle of rebellion against constrained authority is already at work. You just rebel against authority. And you watch it. It's subtle. 2 p.m. is the meeting. You came 205. You are just starting. Everybody submit your report. You do it late. Punctuality will eventually become rebellion. Lack of punctuality. Eventually, you will stop feeling bad about it. Akilo day. Then one day, you are talking to me. You just told someone in your office. I will see my report. Report of what? So will you evangelism? Ah, uh-uh. why you doing that in your church? Yes, uh, evangelism is supposed to be. You want to help me? Only problem. You already have a problem. Evangelism is something I should do for my heart. Then that comes to your mind. Ah, it's true. It shouldn't be. It's a love for our Father. It's a love for. It's not. I mean, we should be careful these days. You know, people are just running their own empires. Those words are coming in. You know? They are coming in. You say empire. It's true. It's true. How many churches do this? Self? So, so, you know, because I win souls. I talked to my Uber driver just a few minutes ago. And he said, well, I know what I said. Oh, yeah. yeah. I said, no, no, no. I mean, this is a... Ah. So, come on. He said, ah, it's true. He said, well, we, we don't, it's just good to serve the Lord. It's already in your mind. Then, five minutes after, you see the phone call. Brother, where is your report? Sir? I'm trying to send it, sir. I um, had network issues. I'm just trying to uh, send it on time. Oh, you, you, you. And something you normally will say, why are you irresponsible? That irresponsible just becomes a big word. It was never an issue. Now, irresponsible. Don't forget the words you heard in the morning. Empire. <laughs> you now have a diamenu. Then in the evening, certainly that's meeting in your zone. You, did, you got there very late, deliberately. Ah, boss, I go, why are you late? Traffic, sir. I tried to make it. Yes. Is there any problem? No, nothing, sir. Empire. Manipulation. Love God. It should be from your heart. That's not from your heart. It's God that judges all, not report. But the next week, just send a text, sir. I just think I should take some time out. What? No, nothing. Just normal challenges I have generally. I just want to. Are you sure? No, no, no. Just manipulation, empire, free yourself, bondage, bondage, bondage. Serve love from your heart. Don't let anybody use you. At the end of the day, it's Christ that matters. Follow Jesus, not any man. Are gone. And it didn't start from that guy in your office. It started from you having loose manners in submitting your reports. You now allow the devil to use it. Who's following what I'm saying here? Simple things. 
imagine as a younger preacher. Very young. I'm younger. I'm young still. I was walking on the road. Oh, my cousin. My cousin. He said, Mongo, I heard that this is what you are using your life for. On the road. He said, you are just wasting all your father's money. That evening, my dad said worse things. That evening. My cousin. Ha! My mom now came and said, I look me here. Who called you? Which God called you? Who called you? Nobody called you. The next day, it was the brethren. He said, He's too proud. He thinks he knows everything. Satan is after you. He wants you to be depressed. To start thinking. What is the way out? There is no way out. I told my cousin. I opened my Bible. I stood on it. It was Ibeji Road. I said, look at me. I bought Bible. I'm going to preach this for the rest of my life. I'm going to deliver you and your family. Let the world resist the devil. And he will flee. You don't, you don't discuss with the devil. You don't say, I get your point. Ah, point. Poison is poison. You don't say, imagine, you don't say, there's poison in that food. You say, which part? There's poison there. You say, which part? <laughs> you say, there's poison there. You say, which part of it? Eat it. You will find out. You are an idiot with grace. Run! Don't allow a conversation to continue. If you are not going to dance, don't clap. Don't start with the clap if you don't want the beats. What you don't want to eat, don't smell it. Did you hear what I'm saying? So I'm saying, free your mind. Free your mind. It's free your mind that made women men today. Free your mind, transgender. Free your mind, homosexual. Free your mind. People are doing bestial sex. Free your mind, cocaine. Free your mind, drugs. Free your mind, Absalom. Free your mind, Judas. Your mind is not meant to be free. Is meant to be renewed. Romans 12 2. Is somebody in the house? One of the things that Jesus highlighted, Matthew 10 21. Matthew 10 21. It says, and brother shall deliver up the brother to death. Father the child. Children shall rise up against their parents and cause them to be put to death. You'll find people do destructive things. Don't be destructive. An absolute spirit will naturally subtly begin to sidetrack the leader. 
It begins to make you feel uncomfortable about your pastor. It reduces the influence. Anybody you meet in life who reduces your influence is in an Absalom spirit. A good relationship is not meant to do that to you. An Absalom spirit reduces your influence. It captures the heart of others. You have people in scripture like Korah, Dathan, Abiram, Amen, Jezebel, Judas. They never end happily. Absalom is in competition. He gives other ideas. He gives other suggestions. There's nothing wrong in suggesting. Ah, pastor, I just think that, I mean, your pastors are here. Sometimes I'll go in and say, ah, pastor, but we just think that way. And that's all. I mean, there was a day we were having a conversation. I was talking about something. And I said, I feel like this. And, you know, we're, we're having our usual weekly meetings. And I wanted us to do something. And then I said, but I'm feeling somehow. I, didn't, I couldn't explain how I was feeling. So I, just, I told them. We've been together for years. All of them just told me. It was brought down and I said, you just did this head like this. As it is there, like, I just saw that sign. And it was like, a burden came off my mind. I said, you're right. That's the right place to say it. Not after we have finished speaking. And he says, Pastor Jakes, what do you think about what Pastor said? Absalom has started. There's nothing wrong in saying, Pastor Son, I'm thinking, why not let's go up DSTV and go on GoTV? That's the right person you're talking to. Every time you talk to the wrong person about the right thing, it ends up the wrong way. And most, the, the, more, the more, most of the time, the reason why we are not saying it to the right person is because our motives are not clear. They are not clear. They are not pure. They are not pure. If you have pure motives, you will say it to the right person. Absalom is that guy who wants to be in command. Go and read 2 Samuel 13 to 18. You would not love what you have seen. I told you Absalom is in leadership. He's not in following. So what is the key issue that Absalom does? He tries to impress others. The pastor is Pastor Somibola Joko. When he gets on the pulpit, how does he welcome first timers? You are welcome to the service. Thank God for your lives. We are glad to have you in our service. We hope to see you next week. The day you give out the microphone, service. As I saw you, I saw the glory of God. You know, I'm telling you something. You are in the majestic place of the Most High. This house is your house. No. Absalom. Say exactly what pastor said. When people feel I am copying, they should know you are. He says it differently. 
pastor says, the Greek word is homologia. It means to say things at the same time. The Greek word, but before the Greek word is the verb, ah, ah. Ah. The verb is homologio. I checked it last night. When did that start? The things you have heard of me among many witnesses. Second Timothy 2 2. The same. Commit unto who? Faithful men. We shall be able to teach others. A true disciple is copy, paste, repeat. Copy, paste, repeat. Somebody in church. Look at Second Samuel 15. Absalom in verse 1. It came to pass after. He prepared his, him chariot, horses, 50 men to run before him. I want us to read verse 2 and slowly. Everybody. Absalom rose up early and stood beside the way of the gates. To so when any man had had a conference, came for the king for judgment. Absalom called those men and said, Ah, of what city did you come from? Go on. Thy servant is one of the tribes of Israel. Let's see verse 3 together. Absalom said unto him, See, thy matters are good and right, but there is no man dispute of the king to hear thee. <laughs> he gives his own judgment. He said, Ah, the king really doesn't have your time. The king, I wish I was the pastor. I would have said this. I wish I was the one teaching. I would have used that illustration. Absalom will do what now? Let's keep reading. I'm not done. Verse 4. Let's take it together. Absalom said, Moreover, oh, that I were made judge in the land, that every man which has a suit or cause might come to rule me. And I will do him justice. Look at the next verse. It was so that when any man came near to him to do him obeisance, he put forth his hands, took him, and kissed him. He will become suddenly warm. Begin to give prophecies. I see you set forth. This is, this is not you. You are more than this. I didn't know I'll bring friends to preach for me. I didn't know they'll preach for me. And I just leave them with the congregation. I don't do it again. Airport, hotel, meeting, airport, go. Preach, preach, and go. Preach, and go. And anywhere I go to, airport, hotel, preach, escape to the back door. Amen? I don't go for leisure. I went somewhere in Texas. They said, let us go and visit Disney World. I said, no. Sir, so, uh, Pastor Chris, losing up. <laughs> Gay, homosexual. That's losing up. Cocaine. I said, let me stay here and just study and pray. In fact, they took me to their house. Very lovely apartment. He said, can you come downstairs and walk with us? I said, no. I came 
to preach. I'm a son of Kenneth Higgin. Preaching, go home. Preaching, go home. I left my folks with friends. I didn't know. One day I stumbled on the diary of one of my boys. He, he can watch this thing. Is it Ogu? Ogu, but it's not Michael Edwards. He knows me. He, he loves me. I mean, don't you love me? If you are watching anytime you watch it. I just saw prophecies. Red diary. You are a prophet. Let nobody kill your ministry. This is a stepping stone. Ha! I want to give him an apostolic grace is upon you. Obey. Hide me. So, every time I was talking to him, he was acting different. A boy that I mentored, who lived in my house, I never told him he was an apostle. Somebody from afar, willing to steal his heart, told him what he wanted to hear. And like those relationships happened, it didn't last. He left, and they eventually left. Stay at the gate. Pastor, Pastor Jake's finished his meeting. Brother Beckley just finished talking to you. Who is the Absalom? After church, he will stay at the car park. Hey, what did Pastor say to you? What did he tell you? You are mad. You are mad. Let this one remain on the city in this video. What's your own? Ask your pastors. When we talk about your congregation, do I tell him? What you talk about, do I tell him? Do I tell Pastor Lela? No. No. You have no business. What is your business? Why are you discussing your same members with your go- girlfriend? Is it, is it a romantic matter? I don't do it. Look where. Botunde finished with you. Spoke to everybody. You are saying, hey, I saw Botunde talking to you. Is there any problem? What the hell? Should there be a problem? A pastor is talking to the community. Is there a problem? What is your own? He stayed at the gate. Stealing the heart. Don't let anybody try to use flowery words of Christocentric to deceive you. It's Absalom. It's not, and they say, it's not about Christ. It's a lie. It's not about Christ. It is an Absalom spirit. Are you following what I'm saying? He stayed at the gate. Can we take verse 6 together? Everybody, everybody. Verse 6. Oh yeah. On this matter, the Absalom to all Israel that came to the king for judgment. So Absalom did what? He stole the hearts. People were listening to two pastors. Pastor is teaching. They are checking what Absalom said. Two pastors. My friend, Pastor Paul he has come to preach for us. I'm probably preaching for him this year too. One time, I went to reach out to him. And then I didn't get him because he was on call. 
because a medical person. So I was looking for how to get him. I sent the message to his wife. There was not a guy, so I said, okay, I think this guy works with him. I just sent, ah, can I get pastor's number? The guy sent me the number. Eventually, he now called me. The guy was just saying, sir, you've been, he said, I'm, I'm trying to look for you. I've spoken to pastor. I have not replied that message. Since I had gotten what I wanted. Oh, thank you. I didn't say. So I think he told his pastor, sir, Oh, he said, oh, you don't know him. He just wanted the number. Since he got it, he doesn't want any other. <laughs> That's all. That is how you now, now text me in box. Sir, I know you are close to pastor. That is why I want to tell you this. I mean, <laughs> that's all you that's how they start. I know you are close to pastor. I just I just ah I said no. There was a, I went to one meeting one time in 1999 or 2000, forgotten. So I was doing counseling. The woman spoke and spoke, brought the husband. And they spoke for like 30 minutes or one hour. When they were done, I said, I would love to talk to you tomorrow after my session. I said, thank you, sir. Thank you. This is, in fact, you just, you just minister to our spirit. I didn't say anything, though. They said, I administer to their spirit. The next day, I told the pastor, there's a matter. I didn't tell him what it was. We sat down. Sat down. They looked at me. Oh, yeah, say that thing yesterday. That thing. Say, what, sir? Uh uh. That thing. Yeah. A one hour conversation became five minutes. Hallelujah. A pastor told me Popola is a friend, a younger friend. One of the people he pastors reached me in box. She started talking. I said, Have you told your pastor? She said, No. Why are you? T-? She said, Yes. I said, uh, I said, let it stop there. You know what I did? I copied the conversation, sent it to him. He tells you what I'm his pastor. Naturally, I should just intervene. <laughs> that is how it starts till you speak the congregation for him. Somebody sent me a message also from Power City. I just copied it. I didn't read it. I don't have the facts. I pump, pump, I just copied it. Dr. Damina. Dr. Ah, Pastor Chris, I said, I didn't read it. He said, actually, the issue you are the one that can intervene is about business politics. I said, Doctor, tell me what he said. I will tell you what you should tell him. Don't let's give them the room to think he can talk to me without you. It has more pros than cons. You do hear me? Absalom will stay after service. He will be doing his own teaching meeting. Your pastors almost fell to an Absalom in this ministry. I will have taught them Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Morning till night. In one room. In fact, the room became so hot and sticky. People began to smell. So I said, can we buy one for all the brethren? The place will be full. I will teach. Money till evening. Teach, 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 teach. After the meeting, they will now gather in the kitchen. I'll be kitchen collecting my party. Is it kitchen? That was you part of them. 
Is Pastor Wiley? Eh? That was the most to deny your history. You are not at all. Daniel. Eh? Ajit. Okay, Femi was part of them. And they will meet. So I just said, ah, you are doing Bible study. And yeah, you are going to be after 12 hours. <laughs> after 12 hours. Three services. I saw them. I said, I'm Let the one of God leave this place. Or they are not. Are you not happy today? They did not understand what I was doing. That same person now went after another set and took all of them away. Absalom. Staying at the gate. Absalom wants respect. He now begin to tell you nice, nice things. Pastor just told you, you, you are not, you are not serious. Absalom says, hey, you look very serious. Sir. Pastor says, you are backsliding. Absalom says, you are an example to me. At the gates. You say, he's helping me learn the word. Mark of Ferdinand. Absalom will tell you, he's concerned about your life. He's concerned. He's concerned about why don't you have a job? You and your pastor just had a conversation on Sunday. He has sent your CVs around. He gives you money for transport. Well, you know, they ask someone and say, why don't you, have, you should have a job? Who does not know you should have a job? You should have a job. Say, but um, I tried to make cake and all that. Ah, no. What did you study in school? Uh, I studied. Ah, no, no, no. I mean, I'm not saying pastor doesn't love you, but this is, you, are, you are more than this. And you say, ah, ever since I met Absalom, I've had a sense of value. Gaucho. You know Gaucho? Gaucho is a Greek word. I will tell you in due course. Absalom can travel across the sea to make you a convert. He takes you off leadership, off instructions you have been given. Watch people that suddenly close to rebels. What they contribute to the ministry, fault finding, criticisms, complaining. Just complaining. They are finding fault in everything we are doing. They begin to campaign within this. A man said this. He said, as HIV is to the body, so is the Absalom spirit to the mind of a man. It will wreck you. Absalom will begin by trying to provide alternatives. 
An alternative to the ministry. Alternative to what is being taught. Alternative. Christ died for our sins. So, so he didn't just die, he rose. Absalom. Absalom. What he wants is followers. And not necessarily followers to start another church. Followers to just do what he's also doing. Absalom. Look at 2 Samuel 15. Hope you are learning something. 2 Samuel 15 again. Afterwards, what did he do? He now went to the king. I pray, let me go and have a retreat. Verse 7. Let me go and minister. Let me go and pray. For your servant vowed a vow. <laughs> he now moves to lying conspiracy. He now uses ministry as cover up. Uses a teaching ministry as a cover up. Uses Bible study as cover up. Then, what did he do? Verse 9. Kings are going, peace. Verse 10. He now sent spies throughout all the tribes of Israel saying, as soon as you hear the sound of the trumpet, then know that Absalom reigns. So he lied. Can you see the gradual progression? What will make you lie to your pastor? May it not enter your heart. Do you hear what I'm saying? Look at verse 10. And verse 11. Verse 11 is very critical. Let's take it together. And with Absalom went 200 men. They went in their what? They did not know what he was doing. So I said, let's just meet. For what? It's just a prayer meeting. Praying about what? Which prayer group is this one? It's not a prayer. Can't we just pray? No. Ah. We just want to share the word. Which word? Which word? Eh, just stand up ourselves over the series pastor is teaching. And then not cell meetings. Fellowship meetings. Study group. I know, but I'm just thinking of another avenue. Okay. Bye-bye. Simplicity. In the, I told you in the service, sincerity is not enough. You can sincerely drink poison and die. Don't say, I was just sincere. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Was he your king? Was he your pastor? He didn't stop there. Absalom therefore will use conspiracy. He will create following within the assembly. Now what major thing that he did? He got Aitofel. Somebody close to the pastor. One of the chief counselors of David. David's counselor. See, hear me. The closer you are to your pastor, your zonal pastor, your church pastor, <laughs> the more careful you should be. People want to know things. They want to hear things. They want to know what you talk about. They want to know when you talk about it. 
So you have Aitofel. Now, Aitofel has another characteristic we are going to see. And then, how did he get him? He said, okay. He got Aitofel when they were having Holy Ghost meeting, offering sacrifices. He got Aitofel when they were having believers meetings. He got Aitofel when they were going for outreach. Outreach, you are going for outreach. You are discussing something else. You went for prayer group meeting. You are discussing something else. Cell meeting. Discussing something else. Don't you know there is a conspiracy somewhere? He came under the guise of flowing with the Spirit to infect them. And Ahithophel, as wise as he should have been, was caught up in it. So Absalom would also introduce lies. He's a hypocrite. He will hide under, we are just following the leading of the Spirit to create more problems. Ahithophel, interestingly, was Bathsheba's dad. So maybe Ahithophel, along the line, was also have felt, uh, I did not give Bathsheba to David. He must, he married her forcefully. Maybe he had forgotten it. But Absalom is the guy that makes you to remember what you had forgotten. And he says, ah, to look at it now. He took your daughter. Despite the fact that Bathsheba had now had Solomon, Absalom will not give up. He won't give up. Absalom wants more. You say, look at it now. Should they have treated you like that? Why did he do that to you? It brings up old wounds. Naitofel became part of it. He will sow strife. He will cause divisions. Matthew 24, verse 3 and 10. Matthew 24. Hope you are learning something. Verse 3 and 10. One of the characteristics of the work of, of the devil, false prophets, false teaching, he says, let's take it together in verse 10. Let's go. And when then shall many be offended and they shall what? Betray one another. They shall betray one another. So betrayal is a sign of rebellion against the gospel. David definitely made a big error. He allowed Absalom back into his kingdom, to the organization. Whether it's your business, whatever it is, don't allow an Absalom spirit. They are destructive. Absalom is that guy. Now watch this. Who has left and still wants us to be fellowshipping? Absalom is that guy who has left church. And you can see it clearly. Be cordial, be a brother in Christ. But what is the constant communication about? You saw how that brother left the ministry. 
You saw that he abandoned the flock he was given. You saw the way he caused division in the church. And you retained him as someone you are in constant communication. What are you looking for? Absolute hung around. Oh, we are brethren now. We can still fellowship, have Holy Ghost meetings. We can still go out on outreaches. If you wanted us to be doing that, why didn't you stay? It will introduce something. Some of us are very unwise on things like this. Before you know it, they will blackmail you. No, don't let anybody. They say, don't make, don't, don't let anybody make people your enemies are not your enemies. Somebody told you, I hate your wife. I don't like seeing her. She's a nice woman. Who do you What are you trying to say? I hate your dad, but I love you. Ejo, what's that relationship about? Paul said to Timothy, Alexander the coppersmith, he said he has withstood our words and our message. Be careful for him. Jesus said, if these Pharisees can hate me, be careful for them. If they love me, if they hate me, they cannot love you. Simple. If they persecute me, they persecute you. Very simple. Don't let anybody get his enemy. Don't let anybody get oh, somebody like that. He said, was against Dr. Abel. Dr. Abel is my friend. A senior friend. He was against him. And I saw it. So another guy was not featuring him in his program. Why did he invite me? The guy kept texting me. I didn't reply. Ah, Pastor Chris, sir, you know, we follow you. We do this. We do that. Doctor called me and said, Ah, Pastor Chris, that guy is a good guy. Yo. He said, he follows you bumper to bumper. I said, Doctor, if Jesus appears to me to preach for him, I won't go. I'm not blind. He's an adult. He knows the person he's bringing does not like you. I said, it's true. So when he said, Dr. Abel, I said, ah, Dr. So, Dr. Sad, I said, go and talk with him. I said, no, sir. That was then. And he went on, no, 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 no. And then doctor said, I've spoken to you. Okay, uh, no. And I said, oh, so he not paused. He now said, ah, was this why Pastor Chris never responded? He said, you don't know him. He said, oh, so the next day, he texted me. He said, I'm very sorry. I said, oh. he said, don't apologize. It's just I love me, love my dog. Hallelujah. It's very simple. It's very simple. I'm not stupid not to know how God has used the relationship to the best body of Christ. I will not, not open my eyes. And Talibo, what's Talibo? She went tight. I'm not an idiot. Don't be a fool. You see how God has used your relationship to bless the body of Christ. You're as in the ministry among ministers in the local assembly. Somebody is not talking to you. Can't you think? So I'm sorry. I'm not looking for invitation. Me. Me, I don't look for invitations though. I have seen people, I posted a poster. Um, I posted a poster like this. As I was leaving, I used my um, uh, I used the starch. Put it there, put it there. As I was leaving, they were telling it. Put it there. Kill it there. Marcelo. I knew So I said, okay. So I want to do typewriter. So I said, I give it to people myself. Come, come, which one you come? Which one you come? Which one you come? Which one you come? 
The meeting held. Only two people came and I preached. So, if you oppose me, I'll go elsewhere. So, I'm not looking for preaching opportunities that right? to be strong enough to destroy God giving relationship. I'm not an idiot. Are you following what I'm saying here? So, Absalom is that spirit that will give special gifts, steal the hearts of the people. He will treat people more specially than the pastor. Pastor gave them one key, he will double it. Suddenly, it's just affectionate. Just becomes very caring. Very caring. Galatians chapter 4. Paul highlights such people. Galatians chapter 4. Is somebody in the church? Or have you gone home? Galatians chapter 4. Paul says, verse 17, they zealously affect you, but not well. They are only doing it to exclude you. Version says, they are only showing you attention so that they can take you from following me to following them. That's all they are doing. This is an Absalom spirit. Acts 20, 29. Grievous wolves are coming among the folk, not sparing them. From amongst yourselves shall many arise, speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after themselves. Absalom will go after leaders. So nobody is immune. Oh, I'm the pastor over Ibadan. I'm the pastor over Ibadan. You are not immune. Ahitophel was captured. Not immune. You be as careful. Absalom will look like he's caring, loving. Pastor does not visible in their houses. Absalom begins to do it. Pastor doesn't do video call. He begins to do it. Pastor, whatever pastor is not doing, he begins to do it. I, I, I love, I warn our pastors. They are all here. Don't, when people start saying that you are nice, you are nice, you are very nice. Ah, I love, I love Pastor So and So. He has a listening heart. Oh, ah, ah. Ah, 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 set up new. They are nice. Very lovely. So, pastor is strict. You are just suddenly soft. Why? So that they will say, ah, out of all the pastors, I just love Brodan. He doesn't, that cannot happen. He's the most critical soul I know. I just love Brodan. He's very warm. He's very, or the get eh? Absalom spirit tells you what you want to hear. You are beautiful beyond description. Ah. To marvelous for what? Ah. Pastor, there's a bell. To wonderful for comprehension. Ah. Then you now say, Ah, oh, there is none like you. No one else has touched my heart as you do. After love, I have said to all saints community, I found there is none like you. 
That's what it that's what happens. I love this person. My business partner, of course, I see your one. Mr. People will say, ah, I love talking to this person. He's very homely. When we have transactions, he understands it. We used to laugh. Because we tell ourselves, we say, you be soft, let me be hard. They didn't know. <laughs> I'm not in business to help you. <laughs> I'm in business to make money. Say, ah, it's nice, nice. No nice person becomes rich. Have you seen nice Naira notes before? <laughs> so he said, Chaco, you be nice. I said, Oh, we're going to do it. He said, Oh, very good. I know that. I said, Well, but um, you know what? Just, just run it with uh, Bob D. Yeah. Said, ah. No, it's four Naira per liter. That says, Yeah. Well, I spoke to Shaku now. God was coming. And Shaku, I told him, he said so. Ah, let's do it that way. <laughs> because people don't like united people. Every time, people don't like united people. Every time you say, ah, we're, we're doing fine. And you show your leadership, how you're working together. Somebody at the back and say, I'm a wadie. Let's divide this people. Anytime you praise somebody, People are going to come after you. They will come shortly. Just tell them that you love somebody. You ah, you say, eh, hey, ah, that's good. It's, you're in that church, man. You guys are doing great. I heard so. It's a lie. A few months after, I heard. Is it true? And that was because of what you said publicly. If you are close in leadership, watch it. Watch it. Proverbs 21 verse 12. Somebody in church. Proverbs 21 verse 12. Let me repeat myself. The greatest asset of a ministry is what? Is unity. Proverbs 21 verse 12. The righteous man wisely considers the house of the wicked. But God overthrows the wicked of their wickedness. I'm going to read the message version. A God-loyal person, one loyal to God, will see through the wicked. A wise man will see through that antique. See, I'm a wise man. Because no false prophet writes false prophet on his face. Jesus said they will come as sheep. What? In wolves. Sorry, as wolves, sorry. In sheep clothing. Absalom will come neatly dressed. But now left for you. Proverbs 20 verse 26. A wise king scatters the wicked and brings the wheel over them. A version says a wise leader makes a clean sweep of rebels. You get rid of them immediately. Go away. Go elsewhere. The moment the pastor is weak, indecisive, like David did, Absalom will grow. What do you do to Absalom? Get him out. Strip him of every responsibility. Deal with it. 
Ephesians 5.11 Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. Well, I reprove them. James 4.7 Resist the devil. He will flee from you. Psalm 36 Verse 1 to 4 Psalm 36 Verse 1 to 4 The transgression of the wicked said within my heart There is no fear of God before his eyes For he flatters himself in his own eyes And his iniquity be found to be hateful The word of his mother iniquity and deceit He had left her to be wise and to do good He devises mischief upon his bed He sets himself in a way That is not good He abhors Not evil this is the traits of those who cause harm and destruction. Don't forget, you don't allow these to grow. That's why Paul says, those that they teach no other doctrine, he said their mouth will be stopped. And part of the people he's referring to are those that he himself, that is Paul, ordained. Romans 16, 17. Mark them. Amplified says, I appeal to you. Be on guard concerning those who create dissensions and difficulties and just cause divisions. Romans 16, 17. In opposition to the instruction and teaching that you have been taught, I warn you to turn aside from them, to avoid them, to avoid them, to avoid them, to avoid them. Avoid them. Second Samuel 18, verse 9. As we close gradually. Second Samuel 18. Verse 9. Absalom many servants of David. Absalom rode on a mule, and the mule went under the thick boughs of a great hook. His head caught head over the hood, and he was taken up between the heavens and the earth, and the mule that was under him went away. Was hanged. Very sad. Because Absalom came for David. He wanted to destroy him. He didn't mind if the ministry goes under. He doesn't give a damn what happens. Proverbs 16, 18. Pride goes before destruction. A haughty spirit before the fall. See, I have no destructive spirit. Let me quickly read a few things and we pray. A few things are here for you to consider. I must start being careful when I am more concerned about my own recognition than the general vision of everyone. When that happens, destruction is around me. I must not try to seek to manipulate leadership to give me what I want. If I do that, I side with the devil. I must not in any way cause division or to make things stop for my sake. I mustn't look for a gain from serving the Lord in a church or a ministry. I must be content with what I have. And I must take every instruction in contentment. I must never, ever say anything, do anything that would diminish spiritual authority over my life. I must never think I'll be better if I were in charge. I'll have said it better. I will have done it better. I will have handled it better. I need to be humble. If pastor talks to me often, fine. If he doesn't, I won't think there is a problem. I must not get so petty. I'm very petty. 
I must never, ever verbalize, speak, or chat a disagreement I have with a disgruntled member. I must be found motivating others to do what we are all doing and not otherwise. Mark this out. I must never surround myself with people that have unresolved issues with the leadership. I must never find myself criticizing my pastor or my leader. I should find that time to pray for them. To pray and not do anything to harm myself or others. Let me say this in closing. Absalom is not my friend. Absalom should never be my friend. That's why Paul said to Gaius, I mean, John said to Gaius, he said, there's Diotrephus, taught John verse 9 and 10. He loves preeminence. He even resists our words. He said, you must forbid him. You must stay away from him. You must speak against what he's doing all the time. Don't allow Absalom to grow around you to the point where he begins to influence you and others around you. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? Let us pray. Play for me, we pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. In your zone, your church, your fellowship, what kind of spirit do you emit or exude? What is your role? Have you developed a sense of entitlement? Have you developed a sense of notice me? Notice me. Oh, oh. What's going on? Why are they not giving me the microphone? Why did they allow that brother to start a fellowship and not me? Absalom is around you. Have you become petty? Petty. Your pastor naturally will talk to you, rebuke you, and speak to you. You will take it, pray over it, and see how to make correction. Now it is affecting you. Have you started magnifying small issues? Who are you talking with? Who is talking with you? The person need not be a member of your church. It can be from another ministry, a Facebook preacher, a post that you read often, a tweet or a, a Twitter handle you visit so often. Don't let them destroy you. Let the voice that has led you this far keep leading you. Don't tolerate an actual spirit around you. Don't mind pastor. I think pastor was wrong. Let me Pastor ought not to have said that. Lift your voice and pray. Everyone, pray, 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 pray. Do you handle matters beyond you? Learn to say it's not my business. Learn to say it's not under me. Let us say I'm not concerned about that.